All right. Good morning, everyone. It is 9.27 a.m. It is currently September 26, 2021. It is technically day four of our Virginia learning tour. I'm here today at the University of Virginia campus with Ellen. Hi, Julia. Good morning, everybody. Ellen, would you mind introducing yourself to our podcast listeners really quick? I'd be happy to. Um, Ellen Ferguson. I'm a Seattle native and been a friend of Common Power for since the earliest days and uh, thrilled to be here on a learning tour in Virginia with Julie and this great crew. Yeah, it's been great having you on the trip with us, Ellen. So yesterday we started off our day visiting the Virginia Capitol and seeing a bunch of monuments. And of course, I podcasted about that a little bit. Um, what were your thoughts on the Virginia Capitol? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it was such a full and rich day beginning at the Capitol, which is yeah. physically a beautiful structure. Uh, white pillared classic Capitol designed uh, by Thomas Jefferson, as many things are here in the Richmond area. Um, four great pillars, stairway leading up to the steps, but it's on a great campus with a number of very iconic uh, monuments, ranging from a lot of Confederate ones, uh, emblifying the, the lost cause, onto uh, fantastic more recent civil rights and women's monuments that we totally got into spending time with. Right. And then you're right. It was a very beautiful and full day. So then after that, we headed over to Monument Avenue. Can you tell our viewers a little bit about Monument? Oh, my gosh. Well, we've all seen a lot of coverage over the <laughs> dramatic changes there in the last few years. Uh, you know, it's a long leafy green uh, boulevards with old historic houses, a lot of trees. And every few blocks uh, of, at, at this point, you know, the, the stanchions, the plinth, the foundation of the former monuments that, uh, of Confederate, um, quote unquote heroes that many of which have come down over the last, uh, year or two and really several just in the last months. So, so being there, we sat on some of the plinths even. We we're like right next to them. You're able to touch them. How, how was that experience for you? Well, it was an incredible experience after seeing so much coverage, but then being able to be there and hear about the the whole process of these monuments coming down, what they signified in their coming down with a fantastic professor uh, from the University of Richmond, uh, Dr. Julian Hayter, and he's a brilliant guy and he he just you know it was like being in the best history and contemporary history class you could ever imagine being in so we sat and it was pretty warm on the steps of who was the first one uh, Jackson oh it was um, um oh <laughs> well this oh, is terrible was, um, it was the first confederate president yes. I'm blanking on his name currently but um it was a really huge monument. It was really tall, wasn't it? Like yes. easily 40 feet. Plus yeah. the top of the statue was missing, which easily could have been another 10 feet, don't yes. you think? Yes, very tall, very monumental right. and covered with graffiti. And we sat there uh, in the warm sun for about a half an hour and 
Professor Hader just, you know, just kind of gave us the whole context of why the monuments were there in the first place that, you know, and they, most of them were uh, put up in the early 20th century. They came up decades after the Civil War and kind of in this uh, empowering, this symbolic imagery of the lost cause. Right. Uh, that and in the end, uh, you know, if if a person that knew no history dropped into Richmond before these came down, you would definitely have thought that the South had won the Civil War, and that was kind of a psychological impression they were meant to leave the the noble war, the noble cause, the slaves, um, you know, were happy enough, and that the uh, war was not fought over slavery, the ability to have slaves, but uh, over states' rights, states' rights. And in fact, it was the right to enslave humans. You know, that's so fascinating because I remember even as a child growing up in elementary school, I learned that the Civil War was fought over states' rights. And in the textbooks, they would say that. Now, I was taught that in school, that the Civil War was about states' rights. And slavery was just like an additional issue that happened to be part of that. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, it was only really until I came to Common Power that I started to learn that the Civil War was not, in fact, about states' rights, but about slavery. And that's a little concerning, Julia, because I might might observe here that you're a lot younger than myself. So high school was not that long ago for you. uh, And that that was still in Washington State's textbooks is uh, concerning. Yes, absolutely. You know, it's it's pretty shocking. And I, I hope now maybe they're teaching it more to be that the Civil War was, in fact, about slavery. But I think that is that is part of our country's history that a lot of people have a lot a hard time reckoning with. Absolutely. Yep. It's a it, it's it's both a long journey and uh, has been escalated a lot in the last few years. Yeah. And uh, a lot of wounds are being opened up. It's hard hard change, hard, hard reckoning, but has to happen. Change is hard. Absolutely. And so, so talking about the Civil War, after Monument Avenue, we went to the Civil War Museum um, in Richmond, Virginia. And um, the, this Civil War Museum is really interesting. It was actually born out of two prior institutions, one of which was a Confederate museum. And um, Ellen, do you mind me? Um, remind me, what was the other institution? Was it another Confederacy museum? Uh, by that point, it was the Americans um, <laughs> Civil War Museum. Okay. Yeah. And uh, you know, I think you know, Julia. I'm a museum career museum professional, so I have to say I was really looking forward to visiting this new museum. As you said, the melding of two uh, previous museums into a very, very contemporary, beautiful physical space mm-hmm. using some historic architecture. Uh, and a very contemporary presentation of um, I don't know the, of, of the the voices of from the Civil War. Many right. many Civil War museums, particularly in the South, have really been shrines right. to the Civil War, and a lot of relics, not much interpretation. And this they have merged three storylines in this new museum. Uh, let me see if I can pull these out for us. The voices of Southerners, the voices of, of Confederates, the voices of the Union Army, and the voice that's never been heard enough, the voices of African Americans. And, right. and as you go through this fairly complex uh, museum with brilliant graphics and video and so on, these three stories and perspectives are interwoven in. It's a, it's, it's a fantastic experience. 
Yeah, yeah, Ellen. So you and I were museum buddies for the day, and be, I I did that very consciously because of your history and background <laughs> in um, museum studies mm-hmm. um, and curation. So I think it was fascinating the way that the museum presented history because. In a way, I almost feel like they left a lot of room for interpretation. What do you think? Well, I think they did.、Mm-hmm. Um, I think one could go through that with any one of those perspectives、mm-hmm. and follow that. And I、mm-hmm. think that was probably an essential part of the merger with the Confederate Museum, as that was a that could be a whole other podcast, just the complexity of that merger.、Um, Or you could follow it, you know, from the union perspective, or the African American, or you know, I think what most of us were doing yesterday was was the the melding of the three different perspectives,、um, which comes out in a in a you know gives you probably a somewhat more balanced view. Yeah. So we also met with this brilliant, brilliant curator. Do you do you happen to remember his name? I do remember his name, Joseph Rogers. Oh my、yes. gosh, he was the the head curator, head of education.、Um, just a fantastic guy. We were so lucky to spend time with us. So we had an hour to tour the museum, and then、um, he chatted with us for a bit, and then、uh, previewed this fantastic 90 minute documentary called "The Monuments: The Story of the." History of the monuments and then of their coming down. And Joseph himself had a, a, a quite a, a significant role in the film. And then we had a long Q and A with him, and he had the most fascinating background. Both of his parents were with Parks、uh, Service, so、mm-hmm. he grew up, you know, as from a child up playing Booker T. Washington as a four-year-old、um, when his mother was in, doing some interpretation on. That was sort of his education in life was being、um, on the national. Parks and、uh, and 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 he shared with us that a, a distant ancestor had been、uh, an enslaved man,、mm-hmm. and they're they're they have a lot of、um, knowledge of him, and that he, the current Joseph Rogers, has portrayed him、uh, as his enslaved ancestor, and、uh, so it was very <laughs> a deep and rich experience,、uh, all in all. Right, and and I remember.、Um He said he had a tie to Charlottesville as well. Do you remember that story regarding his great 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 grandfather? Oh my gosh! Oh, that was like that was just goosebumps.、Um, hit, you know, here we're at the University of Virginia today in in a in little bit Charlottesville. Sorry,、yeah. we're going to be、uh, going over to where the attack occurred during. During the protests, where the car was driven、uh, into the crowd and the young woman was killed,、um, but you know, a person in oh, am I getting the wrong no, person? No, you're good. You're good. Person in, involved in that attack had the same name as his great 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 grandfather,、mm-hmm. and that was just a chilling thing to to find. And so that has led in part to Joseph Rogers wanting to really.、Um, You know, take take the name, his name, his ancestor's name, and not have it sullied by the name of that attacker, that racist supremacist. And so he is、um, stepping out even more. He shared with us in、uh, in in you know in his pride in his ancestor. And if you, actually, if you go on Wikipedia and you look up his name,、uh, it, the first thing it says is, "This is not the name of the attacker." Yes.、Trump. That's beautiful. I thought that was really beautiful.、Um, him reclaiming that part、reclaiming. of his family. That's a good, good, good、yes. way to say it. Yes.
So anyways, Ellen, looks like we got a tour of the University of Virginia now. So yeah. thank you so much for sharing your thoughts with me on yesterday. It's been really insightful hearing from you. And thank you, podcasters, for listening. We'll be um, heading off now. Okay. Thank you, Julia. It was great to share the museum with you yesterday. Yes. Thank, thank you. you, Ellen. All right. Bye, everyone.